The EduTech guys present a conversation from our live coverage of Fetsi in Orlando, Florida on Tuesday, January 23rd, 2018. Enjoy the program. Okay, great. Nice to meet you guys. My Good name to meet is you. Jen Park and I'm from Southern California. I'm an assistive technology coordinator. So I basically work with kids with special needs across five different districts, uh, providing assistive technology related services. Awesome. And, this, and evaluations. Cool. Awesome. Um, what brings you to Fetzi? Well, I'm actually presenting on a workshop and a poster session. Oh, cool. Um, kind of related to special ed, but just the other extreme. So in my former life, I was um, a special ed teacher working with kids with physical and health disabilities, mm -hmm. in addition to working with gate students, so gifted oh, and talented sure, students, sure. which I consider to be just on the other opposite end of the special ed spectrum. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So yes. Um, kind of mirroring those two, what I did a lot, especially in this digital technology age, was to bring um, digital citizenship into the classrooms during gate sessions oh, yeah. and finding out how to bridge that gap utilizing our 21st century tools. Oh, cool. So that's kind of what I was doing and last year I presented here and then this year they had asked me to submit a proposal so I did and here I am again. Hey awesome. that's awesome. So is your, when is your session? Have you done it today? No not no. yet. I actually came from a workshop clear across the <laughs> convention <laughs> center. Yeah. But, Three miles um, that way. Yeah. Yes, yes exactly yes. and they wouldn't let me cut across here which would have saved me a lot more steps but yep. that's all right. <laughs> um, my workshop is on Thursday uh -huh. from 4 to 6 p.m. and that one is called differentiated instruction through um, Universal Designs for Learning in AR, VR, and other personalized learning tools. Yeah, awesome. And then my poster session is going to be code, fearful of the four-letter word, <laughs> because that's also another up-and-coming area of interest. Yes, that's yes, awesome. Very much Okay, so. so let's talk about your first one, uh, differentiate instruction using AR and VR. Yes. Um, tell me. Summarize so, it for me. I think for me, what really drew me into this was working with kids, particularly my area of specialty is working with kids with physical and health disabilities. Uh -huh. And a lot of the times, our students can't necessarily go outside to the environment or their own home hospital teaching. Mm -hmm. And I thought, how do we bring in education to them, make it accessible to them? And using AR, I feel like, is a better tool to bridge the gap mm -hmm. because we're taking something that's in reality and augmenting that through mm -hmm. a device that's readily now more so available than before oh. um, versus VR where you're having to wear a headset or you're totally immersed. And for some of our students that oh. have that, you know, brain spatial sure, that, uh, inability. It freaks that me was out. Too much. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so I thought AR is a good step right. to yeah. kind of dip your toes in. And then from there, move into VR. So I do talk about that a little bit. And then now they're talking about MR, so mixed reality, right. which yeah. is what Microsoft's HoloLenses are and the mm -hmm. whole AI and stuff like that. But I think that's why that drew me to that. And kind of the whole idea behind universal design for learning, I feel like AR does that really well. Mm -hmm. And so talking about how do I bring that into a classroom? So you have kids with special needs, all different areas, mm -hmm. visual impairments, um, hearing impairments, physical and health impairments. What kinds of tools can we bring in? How do we make learning fun and exciting for them as well? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Isn't it great Absolutely. how technology-wise, I've said it all day and I say it all the time, it's finally caught up with what we need in education. Absolutely. You know, we don't have to have this giant, I, I remember I've been in tech a long time and for my SPED departments, you know, my, my classrooms, big, you know, Kurzweil systems for this, <laughs> just massive yes. systems. And now we're down to a set of headphones and an iPad yes. or a tablet and a set of headphones or you know, whatever we need to make right. it happen. Wow. Right. You know, and 
AR does lend itself really yes. well to and providing And it's so inexpensive. That. That's yep. what yes. I feel like. And I taught junior high, so my 6th, 7th, and 8th graders, a big thing with them was the cool factor. Yeah. So if it's not cool, it doesn't <laughs> look cool, my friends mm-hmm. are, are using it, then I'll use it. If not, doesn't matter what it is. So that's always been kind of my driving force is, you know what? Everybody else in the school is using it regardless of their ability. Yeah. So let's have you try it too. So. Yeah. Yeah. Equity-wise, it, it's the same thing. Yes. I'm, I'm just like everyone else. Yes. And that's true. And that's a really big deal with, with our special ed students. Absolutely. It really is. Making them feel like I'm just inclusive as, as everyone else. Now, that's really cool. Yeah. I, I, I would love to come to that session, but we're swamped. So I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, I know, I know. So, all right. So let's talk about, let's talk about code. The, yes. The, the yeah, four-letter four letter word. Yes. Yes. So what kind of got me interested in that is our students are also mainstreamed into our general ed population of, of mm-hmm. classrooms. And with the whole STEM and STEAM curriculum going on, coding has been taken off big time with our general ed students. Well, our kids with cognitive disabilities, they don't necessarily or might be fearful of that, yet if you ask them what they want to be, they might say, I want to be a gamer or I want to develop games. Well, then I started looking into, well, what kinds of tools are out there and really can we make it kind of watered down or simplified sure and when you look at coding really it goes down to just knowing four directions Mm -hmm. that's how simple it can be right so i thought well if we can teach the kids how do you know left right up and down then we can act that out in role play which is essentially what you're doing in coding except you're just doing it on a computer screen Mm -hmm. so utilizing two free available resources so i did um code.org's curriculum great curriculum because there was a lot of hands-on experience which my special ed students were able to partake in and then my gen ed students were able to take the language part of it and so that was a great marriage kind of so using code.org resources and then also using google cs first yeah Mm. their use of you know availability again as well so some of my students so i try to do a blending of both Mm -hmm. which i think is a kind of a difficult task in the amount of time that I had, right. but I wanted them to be exposed to as much as they can. And some of my students thrived really well, understood code, and they went off with it. Mm-hmm. Some of my other students, that was a little too simple, so they liked the whole Google CS. So I kind of was able to bring in, I feel like, two different entities, and then really present it as a facilitator for the students to be able to choose. Yeah. And that, I think, was a great bonus. Yeah. So when yeah. you design the curriculum, yes. you had to do it for both, did you find that it it melded itself together and it kind of crossed both it did so between your gen ed kids and your special yes so what what my students had to do was because regardless of all of this technology i feel like a missing component is kind of digital citizenship yeah and so i thought what if that was the platform Mm. so my mission for the students was you have to create a public service announcement right in digital citizenship so we took a lot of free so common sense media has lots of great resources sure. available and we used part of their portal which was the ns teens workshop curriculum all again free and available we logged on they learned all about different areas of digital citizenship and then we brought that they had to make a public service announcement and then in conjunction with that they had to learn some coding language so they kind of had a I don't want to say thematic project, but it, in, in essence, that's what it was. Right. And so then in order to be able to create that kind of project, they had to learn from each other. Mm-hmm. And I think really the, the strongest point was doing that whole digital citizenship, really kind of laid that foundation 
took away the whole disability ability factor and everybody was all the same and right. then from there we had that common language and we did because the gate sessions were four week sessions we did two weeks with google and two weeks with code.org kind of mirrored the two and then at the end they kind of did like a which one did i prefer and what did i learn from it kind of experience because yeah. i think it's always good to hear back from the students mm -hmm. instead of me dictating from right <laughs> as a teacher this is what it is and this is the way it goes yeah. so well, they really felt ownership and that, uh, that's exactly what I was just going to say. They take ownership in what Absolutely. they did, and they it forces them to analyze their yes. own learning, yes, and and evaluate their own learning. Yes. Which, you know, what did not, and it's not just the well, I like to Google better. Well, that's great, but yes. why did you? What made Google better for you? Absolutely. Why did you like it? What didn't you like about the other? And yes. so they have to analyze all that. So you're getting into those deeper critical thinking, you know, avenues and and. My guess is they don't think of it that way. We do Correct. because you know we're all talking pedagogy and also right, you know, yes. but but they're just they're like okay, well, so I have to tell you why, and I have to right. I have to stop and figure out why. I have to analyze why I like this, why I didn't like this, what worked for me here, what didn't work for me there. Yes, you know I, that's awesome. And I think my my biggest challenge as the quote unquote educator. Mm -hmm was that I had to kind of take on the role of a facilitator and a coach. Yeah. Meaning when they came to me to ask me the problem solving, how do you do this or why doesn't this work? I would so easily before yeah. kind of say, oh, this is what you did wrong and let me find it for you. Right. Yes. Whereas I had to take a step back, bite yeah. my tongue and say, why don't you figure it out? Yeah. Or ask a neighbor. And that was the hardest thing. But after, and, and I know at first it was very frustrating for the students. Sure. So that, well, why can't you just tell me the answer? Right. And then after a while, it was like, well, let me ask so-and-so and such-and-such -and, -such and groups. And so then there was the whole active learning where really I was able to take that back seat. That was the best thing ever. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. And so did you did you find that hard to do? Say, did yeah. you find that hard to that's release those reins? Like yes. How oh, you transformed absolutely. yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, because I've always, I mean, I've, I was in the classroom for 10 years before I came out and was more of a, a facilitator role. But that was the first. It's just so easy for me to just step right in and mm -hmm. try to be that kind of head of the class or the person that knows it all that can dictate the way that it's supposed to flow. That was a great learning experience. Many times I had to just kind of do the, you know, do the count to three before you yeah. talk. <laughs> I had to do that. So I did that quite a few times in yeah. the beginning. And then thereafter, I think it was the tone that the students knew was, well, before I go and ask Miss Park how mm -hmm. to do this, let me ask such and such. And then I, I always had that kind of three before me rule. Uh -huh. So you ask three other people or three other groups. And then if you don't get it, then I can come and help you. But I would say one of the things that I did change was before when they would come and ask me, I would kind of be so easy to, oh, here's the, the layout and this is the way you get there. Right. I had to change that thinking into, well, what did you do? What else could you have done? Just asking a lot of yeah. questions where they had to do the problem solving. It's a totally different mind shift, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 But I feel like that's what we need in order to get these kids prepared for, yeah. you know, jobs that are not here today, mm -hmm. um, you know, industries that are not available today. That's what we're going to need. Right. We can't keep exactly. doing what well, we've been and, doing. And there's the thing that I, I love about where we're sitting in the 21st century. Um, we have a whole subset of students who were relegated to not much after public education yes and now they can be homebound yes and they can work Absolutely. and they can have social lives yes. and they can interact and that's a huge deal absolutely it's it's like we tell you all the time it's jobs that aren't even created yet that's right but they already actually are they were, right. we're, we're we've been there for a while we've just now gotten to the point where we're ready to make that happen yes so absolutely. i haven't said that so what's in the future because i know 
someone like you, you're always thinking and you've got something on your brain that you've got to try next. So what's up? Yes, I think it's just to kind of further investigate a little more of the AR. I really want to start into the VR. Uh-huh. If, if the holograms become a little, HoloLens has become a little more affordable. Yeah, right. <laughs> then, then possibly that way. But yeah. it's really kind of looking at, at our students again mm-hmm. and seeing the way that they're evolving and kind of what's coming down the pike. Yeah. One of the, one of my um, kind of, I guess, my own sessions and envies that I love going to is I go to the Consumer Electronic Association yeah. show. Yeah. Um, and I go there and I see what's coming down the pike. And I'm always looking at, well, if it's out there for the general population, can I bring it in and tweak some things, mm-hmm. make it much more attainable for our students right. and then be able to create educational experiences for them. So that's exactly. always been something. So kind of looking forward, that is definitely something that I want to dabble into more is how to continue to bridge the gap as more and more of our students are kind of more into the general education and not so much in that isolated special day classes yeah. and those kinds of things. So yes. so I think we have to be able to kind of bridge that gap even more. Yeah. And so I want to make it kind of a more creative and fun learning environment because yeah. then maybe our students, instead of always having those supplemental and kind of always playing catch up, maybe they will bring something that's kind of on the forefront and that will change the attitudes and minds of everybody in the classroom. Yeah, so that's exactly. cool. That's um, awesome. Folks want to get in touch with you. Twitter account. Well, you know, I, I'm one of those tech junkies that kind of does not like to do Twitter. That's cool. Um, That's fine. But I do have a handle. It's at Gen Park AT. Okay. All right. So assistive technology. So is website. I don't have a website yet. I am a lurker on Facebook. I've been for a long time only because I just don't have the, I think it's because I'm so much involved in immersing myself with all these different kinds of equipment. The last thing I want to do when I go home is to tweet and check Facebook and do all those things. But a website is is up and coming. I hope to do that too. But thank you for putting me on responsibility. There you go. That's right. We're calling you out now. Yes, calling me out. Yes. Well, it's been very exciting to meet you. Yes, you've, same here. I've, I've learned today. And so that's that you'd be surprised what we learned here sitting and talking to so many great people. Yes. Uh, but you're doing a great job. Thank I'm, you so much. I'm very much. impressed. Yes. And thank you. Some really cool stuff. Yes. Thank you so much. Well, awesome. Thank you very much uh, for signing up and sitting down and, and putting up with us. Yeah. So, <laughs> so for that, you get a prize. A wonderful You get a little, oh, little chotsky. That's right. Great. I'm awesome. So, so you've been interviewed <laughs> by the EduTech guys. So. Thank you, there you so go. much. And it, just awesome. think tomorrow they'll open up that area and we can actually cut across and we won't have to. Yes. And we won't have to go all the way around. All the way around. Yes. Oh, my God. Then I thought I was looking you guys up on the website just to see if I knew where the location was. Yeah. Because I wasn't sure where and it didn't say anywhere. <laughs> so yep. I'm thinking, where yes. are they? Yep. Yes. We, we, we were, we kind of decided this morning. Yeah, actually, that, that is true. Uh, oh, okay. they, they actually had us in a different location and so we, we talked to them and we were like, can we be here? And yeah. she was like, well, okay. So. No, actually, this, this is good because this is supposed to be where the people are supposed yeah, to come from. Yeah, yeah. We monitor and adjust and we'll figure it out. So yep. there you go. <laughs> You're accessible. Awesome. That's right. Well, yes. if, uh, you see the seats open and you want to sit down and talk later? Sure. Anytime this week, have a seat. I would awesome. love to do that. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you much. Thank you. thank you for the opportunity. Absolutely. Yeah. Hopefully you don't have to run to your next thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just You've been listening to a recorded conversation from EduTech Guys live coverage of FETC 2018. For more information about EduTech Guys, visit edutechguys.com. And thanks for listening.